Steal the Sermon, number 67. Crazy Questions and Crazy Ideas, part two of two. So, we've talked about crazy ideas and monkey grips that hold us back. Let's talk some more about crazy questions about how to live. How about this one? We won't know what we should trade our time for until we figure out what we'd trade our lives for. I want you to think about that. We won't know what we should trade our time for until we figure out what we'd trade our lives for. These really are the same question. Here's another. What one thing would you devote your life to if you knew with absolute certainty you would not fail? You got an answer? Well, do that thing. Will it work? Who knows? Try it anyway. There is no better option. This is Jesus' most fundamental and basic teaching. The house is on fire. You need to find a new life, a better way. That's it in a nutshell. Quit something today. Make space in your life. I've never met anyone who made space in their life and then filled it in by starting to knock over liquor stores. Quit something today and wait for something that turns up tomorrow. Here's my suggestion. Every Thursday, quit something. Quit something that's holding you back. Quit something that takes up too much time. Quit something that no longer inspires you. Then, repeat the process the following Thursday. You will find a better way. Do it every Thursday. Every Thursday. Two ideas of what to fill it in with. Number one. Step into a full elevator and quit facing the door. Face the people. Ask them a question. Tell them a joke. Compliment their hair. Make a human connection. Number two, pick a sports team to quit following. They won't miss you. You won't miss them. If you doubt me, ask this question in the elevator. Okay, who can tell me who won the Super Bowl two years ago? I'll give you odds that almost no one remembers. Why? Because it really doesn't matter. Pick a social media outlet to stop following. After two weeks, do you miss it? Is your life poorer? If it is, go back. If it isn't, stay stopped. Start living for the things that last. Try something radical in your life that makes no sense and see if it makes you happy. Here's number one. Pick an obscure high school sports team and become a fanatic fan. The more obscure, the better. Talk to each of the kids after the game. Find something positive to say to each one of them. Keep a notebook if you need to. These are humans to whom a caring person matters. The Vikings aren't. They aren't. You can pretend they are, but they aren't. Here's number two. Anyone who has shared a book with a relative or friend has experienced the anxiety of wondering why they never return it or comment that they are reading it. Take my word, this is a universal experience. In fact, if I had a gambling enterprise, I would give you odds any book you borrow you will never get back or hear of again. This is a universal experience. 
my son has a radical, radical solution to this. Don't loan it. Just give it to them. Then you don't have to worry about getting it back. Invest in your friend's growth. I was so proud of him because he is living the lesson Jesus taught without even knowing it. Hold possessions loosely because people are always more important than things. Well done, Jack. If you can't think of a book to give people, give them anything by Bob Goff. He's a big, weird idea guy, something all of us should aspire to be. None of these are big, life-changing ideas, but they prove another of Jesus' teachings. Love is an action verb. You gotta do stuff if you're doing the gospel thing. Thinking stuff ain't enough. So, take risks, change your life, then do it again, then do it again, and again, and again, and again. If we only do what we are familiar with, we might miss what we were made for. Correction. We will miss what we were made for. So I want to finish with a whimper, not a bang. Apply it in your life in some way, shape, or form. I'm about to be a grandfather, so I think a lot about the life that child will have. On the day your child begins to learn to drive, Write them a letter in advance. Have it say, I forgive you for wrecking my car because I love you. Sign it, date it, put it away until it is needed. As a father of six, I can guarantee you, you will need it. Your child will need it too, more than you. Amen. Hallelujah.